Welcome to the Leadership for Life podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you become the leader you are meant to be. I'm your host, Mateo Lopez, and this is episode two, How to Motivate Your Team. Today, we're talking about motivation. How exciting. Motivation station, tuning in. Choo-choo, get on the train. It's about to leave the station, the train of motivation. Are you still with me? Are you still watching? I hope so. I'm just grateful that you're tuning in to Motivation Station 101.97 FM, whatever. (laughs) But yeah, motivation. Could you imagine if I just jumped on and I was like, oh, we're talking about motivation. Come on. And then I was wondering, man, why are people not pumped about my video? But it starts with us as leaders. Are we motivated? Are we motivated? Are we excited about whatever we're trying to get our team excited about or our family excited about. Often we get frustrated and we're wondering why the team isn't motivated, but we also have to check ourselves. Are we excited about what's going on in our company? Are we excited about our products? Are we excited about the results that we want to get? And it's really weird because there's a disconnect. We'll be kind of on the outside looking in and just frustrated. Our team's not motivated. Why are people like not engaged? Why are they not excited? But we have to be excited. We have to be pumped. We have to be very excited about the things that we want our team to be excited about first. I think so often we're like Kevin Malone in the office when he's trying to pump up these small business owners. He he has music going and he's just like running around the office and he's like just getting ready to give this talk and he's eating a donut at the same time. But by the time he gets to his actual message, he's tired. He's worn himself out and he's like dream big. And, you know, he's huffing and puffing and eventually just barfs and it's kind of funny. But like we sort of do that. (laughs) I know I do. I get really excited at the beginning and the music's going and I'm, yeah, let's go, guys. And then the sustainment just isn't there. I lose interest myself sometimes with whatever I want the team to get excited about. And next thing I know, I'm drained by the time I start talking. So it's important that we remember that our energy is contagious. When I'm trying to teach my dogs something, you know, our dogs match our own energy. When we want to train them on something like frisbee catching, We have to be excited about the Frisbee first as the trainer. That's how you get the dog excited about it. It's key when we're training the dog that we're like, hey, this is a Frisbee. This is cool. This is exciting. If we're we're just like, hey, like do whatever you want and we throw something and we're not excited about it, chances are the dog won't be. So it's key to positively train your pets, but also Whenever I'm trying to get my kiddo to do something else from what they're doing, and maybe it's something bad, I normally try to get them excited about something else. Like, do you want to go to school? Well, you know, you can pick out your your snack. You can pick out the toy that you want to take with you to the truck. And then that way we can be pumped about going to school. And it's the same thing in professional settings. Point out the success to your team. Point it out. Because we're going to be bombarded with all the other distraction, with all the negativity that's already out there because everyone's working their butt off. But as leader, as as the person running the show, you have to point to the positive things. You have to point to the successes because no one else will. That's why you're in the role that you're in right now. And a lot of the times we're just not clear on our messaging. Maybe we're 
thinking in our heads, man, I wish people would do something. And we wish we could just say like a Jedi mind trick. You do want to improve revenue. You do want to be productive. You do like whatever. And then the person would say, I am a good employee. That's a, that is not how it works. I wish it worked that way sometimes, but that's really not how it works. What happens when we have a, a good relationship with our, with our team is we know them on a personal level. We know why they signed up for the job to begin with. Maybe it's because of family, maybe because they were inspired by something that went terribly wrong. What, why do they get out of bed every single day and show up at your office, at your church, wherever you're working? Why is your team there? Why every single person is going to have a different reason for showing up, for picking that job out of all the other jobs? And we forget that because there's all this noise around us. And then we get frustrated whenever we don't know why they aren't motivated. Here's the big secret. The big secret is everybody's motivated. Everyone gets engaged and, and excited about something. Like everyone is motivated. So whenever you think, man, my team isn't motivated, that's false. Okay. That is not true. They are motivated, right? They are motivated to something. They're just not always motivated to what you want them to be motivated to. When we know what that is, that is the key to engaging and inspiring your team because there's a reason why they're there and you have to connect the goal, the success, what that looks like, the vision that you have for your team with why they're there to begin with. Connect those two things together and that's how you motivate your team. It's more than a paycheck and if it's not, if they're only there for a paycheck, they probably should not be there. And let me be real here because people can be really hard to motivate. There are going to be some of your team that just isn't feeling whatever it is that you're pumped about. Don't let that get you hung up. You do need to give them the feedback. If they are just rolling their eyes, if they're being toxic or negative, they need that feedback. So please, for the love of your team and the, the people and the, the customers that they serve, don't let that just go rampant because often we are too afraid to address that. Often we are afraid to hold people accountable. But the truth is people won't always be excited. People are going to push back. That's to be expected. But the key is that you keep pushing forward and that you remove the roadblocks. You hear out their concerns. That's what really builds the trust. That's what really builds momentum and motivation. When you as leader show up and take away some of those barriers, if all you're doing is throwing more things at them, how do you expect them to be motivated? Sometimes we want the Jedi mind trick. Sometimes we want our team to, to read our minds even, but they can't. <laughs> They'll just read into what you do, what you say sometimes. So make sure you're sharing one-to-one -one, and even in the group setting, what the success looks like. Today, I'm going to kiss a pig. That's really random and really weird, 
But today I'm kissing a pig, not out of like a weird fetish, <laughs> but because I agreed to do it for my team. I set out a target and I said, hey, if you guys score in the 90%, if you guys lead the company in engagement and some other metrics, I will kiss a pig. It was an idea that was thrown out there by our administration and I kind of ran with it when one of my team members said, I don't really care if this executive does it. I want you to do it. And I thought it was kind of hilarious. I'm in middle management and I figured, hey, why not? I don't really know if they'll do it. I don't know if they'll get these really high engagement scores because sometimes my team isn't really motivated. <laughs> and it turned out it worked. Like we did really well. I do want to say that transactional leadership is not good for the long run. <laughs> and this is an example. If you're just kind of looking at it out of context, there's a lot of bad leadership methods out there. And one of them is where you say, if you do this, then I will do this. There are two parts of this transactional leadership style, and that is called the carrots and the sticks. And I would highly recommend you do not do this as a leader. Carrots are things like, if you score 100% on this engagement survey, I will throw a pizza party. I will, you know, get you guys cake, whatever. That's a carrot. The other side of this is the stick. If you don't show up to work on time, I will fire you. If you do not behave the way that I want you to, I'm going to, there's a stick here and I'm, a, I'm an authority and, you know, you better do what you should be doing or else, right? That's kind of the two sides of transactional leadership. So there's carrots. If you do a good thing, then you'll get a good thing. And then there's the stick, which is if you do a bad thing, then you get a bad thing. And that's sort of the you know, superficial, positive stuff. And then just kind of using fear as, you know, fear of punishment as a driving force. And honestly, it kind of works in the short term, but it will not work very long. And you won't get the results that you really want because at the end of the day, real leaders aren't after transactions. Real leaders are after transformation. We don't play with carrots and sticks. What we are after is transformation of the heart. And sometimes, yeah, that means kissing a pig. Sometimes, yeah, you know, celebrate. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. And I'm not saying to not hold people accountable. I mean, there's going to be bad things that happen when our team is not engaged, right? Because then our customers don't get the products that they deserve. Then that means our family doesn't thrive like they need to. You have to hold people accountable. There has to be accountability. It, it's, it's necessary. But the truth is you must begin with transformation at its core. And that is how you get to motivation, true motivation, which inspires people. If you want to motivate them, you have to be motivated too. If you want to motivate them, don't pursue transactional thinking pursue transformational leading. It, it's kind of, kind of like a fitness trainer. You know, if, if you have somebody saying, hey, like, come on, let's go, let's work out, that, that can work. But what if that person's not there? It's the leader that transforms the heart that knows the person. So get to know your people, 
build trust, and you do that through meeting them where they're at. If you want a more engaged and motivated team, you know who your high performers are. Typically, we have sort of like an arc where you got some people that are super motivated, and then we have other people that are not. <laughs> and it's, this is pretty common in teams. We've got our, our high performers. We have our leaders. And then we have our people that are just kind of pulling and rowing in the opposite direction. So we have to communicate what's working and what isn't. And it's our responsibility. Like we've got to, I cannot express that to you enough. Stop being frustrated. Stop being frustrated in, in your team. And start being excited because this is a real chance. This is a real opportunity for you to grow your leadership and to learn from this experience. Okay. You have to be willing to kiss the pig. You gotta be willing to do it. This isn't like this, like that by itself, like this motivation thing by itself should not be, that should not be it, right? As I said, it's not a transaction. We're going for transformation, but you have to be willing to do stuff like that. You, you, you as a leader got to sacrifice certain things. And one of them is, hey, you got to be willing to kiss the pig, right? You got to be willing to do the thing, celebrate with them, right? You stop trying to look like you have everything figured out. Sometimes we have to loosen up as leaders. And I know that's not for everyone, but most often the people that are motivating, the people that are inspiring are the ones that are real, right? They're the ones that aren't fake. And so often we think like we have to be perfect. We have to be perfect. As, as leaders, we have to have everything together. And I'm not saying that we should be a, a complete mess, but I do think that's how we connect with people is having them understand that we're, we're just another person like they are. And yeah, we've been put into a position of, of leadership, but we are just another person and we are relatable. <laughs> Work can be fun again. You can take that back. We, we, we start out having so much joy and fun in our work and what we do. Everyone expects so much out of work. Everyone expects so much out of life. And when that happens, we kind of forget about the joy, about the joy of what we do. So it's important as, as leaders that our mindset is right, that we motivate others from our own motivation, that our own energy, our own inner joy. And we, we just share that with other people. Your life only has so many more days in it. So make them count. Motivate yourself motivate the people around you because that's the type of life you deserve. That's the type of life you were meant to live. And a big part of what we do each day is setting up. And I think a big part of what we do each day is setting our goals. What are the top priorities for my team? What are our goals? Maybe you don't have a planner at all. What I would like to offer to you is access to the same planner that I use every single day. You can get this planner by clicking on the link in the description below. And it's a free gift to you just for tuning in to the Motivation Station Leadership for Life. It's, it's this podcast that is for you because leadership isn't just something at work or at home. It's something that applies to our lives. And it all starts with our ability to plan our day and I hope this gift 
helps elevate your leadership. Please subscribe so you can continue getting content just like this as soon as I release it. Thanks for tuning in. Lead on, lead one. Take care, my friend. Thank you.